Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Michael Let's Welcome back to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. We're so grateful to have you here again today. Uh, talking, you're the CEO uh, and president of Invest USA, helping uh, first responders and police officers out there getting them the much needed vest, which people don't think about. But when you are a first responder, you're going to actually want to be protected uh, with bulletproof vests, which you guys do very well. Um, but today we're going to talk about a very important topic, and that is the defunding of police um, that kind of talk around, especially the cities. Um, the idea of defunding the police and what does that look like? The idea of defunding the police. In fact, it's already happened in places like New York uh, where they've really taken major pay cuts. And uh, at the same time, I see here on June 12, 2020, the New York Times had an op-ed where they said, yes, uh, we mean literally abolish the police because reform won't happen. And I'm thinking, geez, did you, did you actually think this through, people? <laughs> No, they didn't. That's the problem, Christina. And you are exactly right. Especially, it was very insulting uh, last night with the State of the Union address with the uh, President Biden. Uh, and what was so insulting is that you know, he immediately criticized all law enforcement for the situation with Tyrone in Memphis. But then he says, but we're not going to let that happen anymore. We're going to support our police and offer reform." But their idea of reform is actually further destruction of law enforcement. And let me tell you what he had mentioned uh, last night mm -hmm. during his State of the Union address. As part of the reform he's looking for is we're going to bar particular chokeholds or particular methodology as to how we grab an assailant or how we bring what we call in, in the field, bring down an assailant. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem with that, Christina. When you are dealing with the worst of the worst, which is what this unit was dealing with, mm -hmm. these people are not trying to get away. They're trying to take you out. Okay. Mm -hmm. they, they, they want to, obviously that accomplishes their goal. If they kill you, then they're free to go. So they're going to use whatever force is necessary to take you, to eliminate the threat, to, to eliminate you. Mm -hmm. Our training indicates that we're supposed to meet force on force. We're supposed to return in kind and the same. Now you say that makes sense. 
Yes, but if you're talking about on a national level that we're changing policies, that you have to be careful what you do, how you grab, what you hold, et cetera, mm -hmm. or you will be charged. Now, here's what has happened in the past. That mm -hmm. thought runs through your mind. Is this the right way I'm supposed to grab or not? That moment of hesitation we'll will cost you, you your life. Mm -hmm. No question. I can give you an illustration. I was just down in Louisiana, and we had a young lady who was shot. Uh, fortunately, this officer will survive. Mm -hmm. But reviewing the tape, I asked the officer, I said, explain to me, because in reviewing of the tape, there obviously was a hesitancy. And you know that hesitancy, yeah. she really could have cost you your life. Fortunately, you survived. Why? She said, you know, I was scared about the flip side. I mean, if I did it the wrong way, then I would be charged. I didn't want to put my family through that either. So mm -hmm. you see what happens. We are putting officers in a position to where they now have to think things through. And that split second will cost them their lives. Yeah. So my point being is the president in his State of the Union address, had he really cared about officers, he would mm -hmm. have said, look here, here we're going to back, truly back the police. And this is what we're going to do. And I could have given him a whole litter of things he could do. But instead, what they have done is they said, we're going to back the police, but we're also backing Black Lives Matter and to fund, defund the police. Mm -hmm. And that has, like, once again, we thought that, you know, in the midterm elections that perhaps they had seen and realized that strategy doesn't work and they were going to abandon it. But right after the midterm elections last November, you have Seattle, you have Chicago, you have New York, others immediately popping back to that same rhetoric. Here we go again. We're going to defund the police. And of course, they use any excuse they can. They mm -hmm. use Memphis as, you know, this is another reason why all police are bad. Mm -hmm. We need to defund them. But the problem with that logic, Christina, is violent crime is skyrocketing across the country. Mm -hmm. I thought it ironic in his State of the Union address that he said America was the safest country in the world. Uh, I don't, think I don't so. know where he's living. Yeah, I don't know I, where he's living, but it's not where I don't know where, sure. <laughs> I don't, especially if you're in the cities. Yeah, specifically, uh, we had originally come from New York City, and we see daily uh, what's going on in New York City, and it ain't pretty. Um, but also, there's a lot of great cops that were harmed during the mandate times in a lot of the no big question. cities like New York, and, and forcing great cops into... Um, being fired if they didn't follow suit and, and to decide, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Well, if you don't do this, you'll be let go. And then now what? You, you have a loss of police to begin with. And then now you have to try to stream into a pool, finding good talent, which you know, might not be as easily found, uh, especially I'm guessing a lot of people might not want to even join some of these police forces um, because true. you're not given a lot of, well, you know, you're not backed up by your city or, you know, your states in some cases. No question, Christine. And, you know, quite frankly, we have the lowest morale we've ever had in the mm. history of law enforcement. And it's one of the reasons why is because, of course, the mass media is in conjunction with the narrative of the far left. The socialist Democrats are mm. trying to paint law enforcement as being racist, as being unworthy of respect, as being buffoons. So why do I use that word buffoons? Because when their riots were going on, mass media were showing, here's all these officers lined up doing nothing. They don't know how to do their job. Well, the fact of the matter was they were ordered to stand down. You cannot mm -hmm. engage. Imagine an officer who's trained to protect and to serve being told he can't do his job. Mm -hmm. That's the truth of the matter. They were ordered to stand down. And so there was a perception, well, if these officers are not going to do their job, why are we paying? Mm -hmm. You know, we're certainly not going to give them any more. Why are we going to give them any more money or, or any particular 
uh, funding. And there's a reason why the federal government is doing it, or what I call the leftist socialist platform of the Democratic Party, because of the fact that they are concerned that they have to maintain control of the populace. You cannot control an armed populace. They know good and well that the city, state, local law enforcement, they go to church with you. They go to Walmart with you. They go to the grocery store. They're not going to violate your Second Amendment rights. Mm -hmm. So what they're doing is they're trying to put a perception that they're bad. They need to be eliminated. And we will, in turn, bring in the federal government, which they've already positioned themselves to do. The Mm -hmm. feds have already said what their solution to the violent crime is. Guns cause the problem. We take mm-hmm. away the guns. We take away the problem of crime. Yeah. The problem uh, do they, do they forget? Yeah. Do they forget there's other means to hurt your fellow man? I mean, no question. Cain killed uh, his brother with a rock. So uh, you don't necessarily yeah. need to pick up a gun to hurt your neighbor. Uh, so, You're right, what, it, <laughs> and you know, the, 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 the criminal element are not going to say, oh, oh, gee, well, now they don't turn on my guns. Let me run down to the first police department and turn them in. They're not going to do that. The only yeah. people that are going to have their guns removed are lawful citizens who will be without the ability to defend themselves. So that is what they have done. They are taking every opportunity. And again, as I said with the president's speech, he was just so ironic. Uh, he talked about, you know, I'm going to stop fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Well, geez, does that mean we're going to start rebuilding the, the uh, border wall and have it completed by this evening? I know yeah. that, that's <laughs> not at all what he meant. And there's no way to stop a fentanyl drug war when you're putting it through the cartels unless you secure our borders. So he consistently gave rhetoric that mm-hmm. wasn't true to try to sound good, but had no intention. And the same way with law enforcement. He yeah. says they support cops, they support our police officers, mm-hmm. but their actions speak louder than their words, and they don't. Yeah. Well, I'd like to really for anyone who's on the fence and said what he was saying sounds like a good idea because what we have doesn't work. I'd like to paint a picture. What does that look like if we have a universe without cops? Because now imagine you are, you know, in coming home late from work and you're about to go to your car and you're accosted. How do you call for help? Who are you calling for help? How do you protect yourself, especially in cities, California, New York, gun free zones, apparently even Chicago, most gun shootings ever, but gun free. Um, And you can't defend yourself. You're not allowed to have weapons in in New York. I don't even think uh, you can have a bat to defend yourself. So where do you go from there? I mean, you know, I mean, you raise a very, very poignant question, Christina. We are going back to the days of total lawlessness and disorder. Mm-hmm. And that is what, when that happens, that's when you have dictatorships because that's when tyranny takes over. And that's when the government steps in and they bring in the military and then they control and you either do what they tell you to do or uh, you're no longer around. Mm-hmm. And that is not the reason America was founded 250 years ago. It's not the America that our forefathers, that those in the military have fought and died for to protect our freedoms. It's mm-hmm. not what, uh, this country was about and it's not what we're going to let it be about we are going to defend freedom and justice equal justice for everyone uh because our forefathers gave us the path to do so yeah and you know i know some people might be skittish about i don't want to be having weapons and i'm you know and i I get that not everyone's gonna feel like a warrior or they want to defend themselves but you do want to have a means in which you can call for help when necessary or you know 
And if you eliminate that very protection of paramilitary, a.k.a. police, you won't have that guard. Because I, I guarantee you, if you call a social worker, them talking through someone, a violent criminal running at you with a knife, it's not going to be too effective. No, what I'm laughing with you, Christina, about <laughs> is that'll happen one time. And once the results of that, and they won't be pretty, become public, nobody else will ever agree to do that again. So that is not <laughs> not a solution. Um, and their solution to defund police, to give rhetoric, they just. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market simply isn't true is just has to end. We as a public have to accept the fact that we have a major national crisis in this country with crime and we have to take it seriously. We did that with the nursing shortage years ago and we made it a priority. We -hmm. have to do the same thing. Let's talk about what those priorities should be. First of all, just like what happened in Memphis, you know, people want me to talk about that and I'm happy to all the time in the last week or so. What you had in Memphis was you had five officers of a Scorpio team. Now understand what a Scorpio team is. Mm -hmm. That is a team that is put together to deal with the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. Let me put it in perspective so your listeners can understand very clearly what what we mean by that. If you're a patrol officer, you realize when you put on the gun and the badge that throughout the patrol of the day, you may encounter somebody that may shoot at you. It's a good possibility, but you don't plan on that every day. Okay, You understand that's the risk. Mm-hmm. Scorpio teams, however, are put into areas where it is so bad, people are scared to go to the grocery store. They're dealing with drug dealers. They're dealing with uh, gang members. And when they see law enforcement in there, they don't worry about just being stopped. They want to kill you. So mm-hmm. every day you're walking into your job situation, knowing that people are, would love to have you dead by the end of the day. Yeah. So that's why some latitude is given to these kind of operations. But in this particular instance, you had a Scorpio uh, unit that's dealing with the worst of the worst every day. But when you review the tapes, these five officers, you could tell it was a personal matter. This was not a law enforcement matter. They mm-hmm. did not abide by law enforcement procedures. So you can't paint the brush that all law enforcement reacts at, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, this is a personal matter. The facts are still coming out. And what you're going to see here in the upcoming future, it's going to be a lot more come out that people will understand that we do not condone their behavior in the least, because mm-hmm. I said it was a personal matter. But you will understand what really went on. Sometimes you have some rogue officers mm-hmm. uh, because of the fact that why do you have rogue officers? Well, we don't pay you anything. First of all, we were hired. You're not paid. We don't give you the equipment that you need. Don't give you the respect that you're asking for. And so a lot of times people say, well, gee, if I instead of having to work three jobs, I'll figure out how to skim some off the drug goods off the top. Wrong mm-hmm. thing to do. You don't mix uh, evil and good. They don't mix. Yeah. 
But you begin to understand, and this is what we're talking about when I just mentioned to you about America taking its safety seriously. If we truly believe that, mm -hmm. then let's put our money where our mouth is. Let's start paying officers what they need to be able to survive, first of mm -hmm. all. Second of all, let's make sure they're properly equipped. Thirdly, while we're talking about what Biden was saying, is he's saying we need to have better training. The training that we need is not any different than what we're doing now. It's support. You know, mm -hmm. right now, you take a look at an officer who deals with the criminal element every day. That creates PTSD. We don't even recognize that. Much mm -hmm. less provide funding for mental assistance and counseling for our officers. We're just expecting them to suck it up and don't worry about it. Well, mm -hmm. you remember, uh, Christina, you get what you pay for. Yeah. And when you don't when you don't put an awful lot of uh, time and effort and resources into law enforcement, don't be surprised. This is what happened in Memphis. They begin to lower their standards yeah. for hiring because they couldn't find anybody taking jobs. Still can't find anybody taking jobs. Well, that see, that's work. that's what we were talking about at the beginning of our conversation. You're going to say, let's defund, defund, defund in all in a lot of these major cities to the point where now they're, they've got nothing to work with. They have a very small pool of people coming in. And just like when you go to find someone for a job, you think, oh, this candidate looks great. The paper, they look great on paper. They got great grades. Doesn't necessarily mean they're equipped for the job or good for the job, but there can be mistakes made. And the other thing that drives me nuts about a lot of the videos that will be shown to the public to rev up kind of this anger towards police or uh, gun violence or whatever, is they take a snapshot that you're not seeing what happened before the cameras went on. So often what you think you're seeing isn't the whole story. And we saw that with George Floyd when that came out. What right. came out was a snippet and then everyone was like, ah, and then later on you found out there was a lot more to the story that didn't get um so you're going to find that out the same thing here with Memphis. It, it occurs every time. That was one of the first things I said when I was contacted by some of the media across the country right after it happened. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, yeah. Memphis was capitulating to the mass media. What did Memphis, they're friends of mine, I know them well. Mm -hmm. What did they immediately do? Well, let's disband the whole unit. Well, you have 75 members in that unit. Why are you disbanded? Because five made them, you know, did, a, did something bad. That just shows you were scared of the media. Mm -hmm. The second thing they did is we're going to immediately ask the uh, Department of Credentials to revoke their certification. Mm -hmm. Of course, it should be revoked if they're guilty. But in this country, you are innocent until proven guilty. Even yeah. regardless of what the video shows, you're mm -hmm. innocent until proven guilty by uh, trial of your uh, peers, yeah. trial of your peers. Yeah, because the so, evidence has to be put forth. We don't see everything. Seeing a, a, a short video that's put forth in the news is not the whole story. Um, you say, good. oh, but videos don't lie. Yeah, if you saw the whole picture, the video from beginning to end of the entire incident. But in most cases, what you're getting from the media and the news is only a small snippet of what went down. And then you take a look at the very top, which is the president of the United States and the administration and how they have given rhetoric. That they support law enforcement, mm -hmm. but then their actions show that they are supporting Black Lives Matters and to defund the police mm -hmm. and this whole movement of providing no respect and no support for our law enforcement officers. But yet then they want to make a big deal and a big media splash when something goes wrong and yeah. they want to know why. I mean, yeah. A third grader can figure out why aggressive. It's not very hard when you look at the facts to understand what's going on in this country.
Yeah. And here's another uh, point we didn't really touch on earlier. And that is a good many criminals who are getting arrested in New York for doing violent crimes are being let loose right after they're picked up. So here you're going through the trouble and, and putting your life in danger as an officer to pick up a perp only to have them brought in to be up oh, five hours later out, uh, you know, bail taken care of, or maybe in some cases, maybe no bail. But what what am I going to work for every day? What is the point of all this? <laughs> You know, and then they wonder why why you can't find maybe some good peeps or maybe some bad apples get in there. Uh, when you have this going on, it's almost like why bother even trying? There's no question to elaborate on what you're saying, Christina. Here's the, how it affects the everyday cop. We're talking about repeat offenders that get put out every time. Not the first time, you know, a shoplifter this that. We're talking about repeat violent offenders that are constantly going through the system. Well, from an officer standpoint, I put you in and I see you uh, on the way home. You're already out, but you don't forget who I am. So now I have placed myself and my family at additional risk for what? You won't mm -hmm. even keep them for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Why do I need to bother? Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening. And that is why I said that this country has got to assume the responsibility that we are going to demand that we make safety a priority and we put the resources that are necessary and what is sad christina is not a huge amount i mean we could leave this administration could leave 86 billion dollars worth of military hardware in mm -hmm. afghanistan but yet we can't figure out how to make sure our officers have the proper best they need to come home safely to their families yeah that's horrific i mean we we, we spend so much money overseas and and varying Things have nothing to do with us, and we could be spending it right at home to keep us safer. Uh, I just have to thank you again, Michael, uh, for coming to enlighten our audience. I really hope it gives everyone food for thought to rethink if you're on the line of, let's get rid of all those bad guns, or, you know, please right. need to go. I hope they will give them food to of uh, food for thought to realize that is not the best option. Uh, where can people find out more about you or Invest USA? How can they get in touch with you guys? If they go to our website, that's www.investusa.org, all this is on there. There's a list of things they can do. I would encourage your listeners, make sure you tell a first responder, thank you for your willingness to serve. Because they're putting their lives on the line every day for people they don't know, but yet they're willing to do that because they believe in this community and they believe in this country. And they want to keep our liberties and freedoms and our safety. And mm -hmm. so they're to be commended for that, to be respected for who they are. God bless you, Christina, for what you're doing. You get the truth out and let mm -hmm. your listeners, because I believe that when the truth is heard, people will respond. And I think you're doing a great job of doing that. And God bless you for it. And God bless America. Oh, God bless you, Michael, and all the police officers keeping us safe. God bless. And thank you for coming to Savvy Broadcasting tonight. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.